The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Earlier's providers from across Ireland gather in Dublin today to highlight key issues that face the sector ahead of Budget 2024. Now, the event hosted by Early Childhood Ireland is the largest organisation in the early years sector, aims to call attention to the vital need for the development of a comprehensive early years and school age care plan that benefits both parents and children. Now, joining me is Francis Byrne, Director of Policy at Early Childhood Ireland. Good morning, Francis. Good morning, Pat. Now, I've been looking at your proposals, five key proposals. Publish a five-year plan for implementing additional investment to reach four billion by early 2029, building on Ashter and embedding the philosophy of the world-renowned Reggio Emilia approach in the system. Straight away, I don't know what Ashter is and I don't know who Reggio Emilia is or was. Ashter is the wonderful curriculum um, for the early years in Ireland and Reggio Emilia is a fantastic approach which uh, is embedded within the curriculum and is also um, being uh, organised and implemented by educators throughout Ireland already. Okay. And Early so, Childhood so Ireland believes it has value across the board. There are some the already doing it. Yes. Yeah, so Reggio Emilia is a good way to go and Ashther is the curriculum. That's the easy part. The hard part is getting four billion a year by 2029. It is, but last year, Pat, the government exceeded its 2028 target. Um, it breached uh, the, the 1 billion mark uh, in last year's budget. Uh, the government will spend just over a billion this year, and that commitment uh, wasn't supposed to happen until 2028. So we are absolutely urging the government to keep up that momentum. It's not Early Childhood Ireland's opinion. It's absolutely mm. recognised as fact that Ireland has been, you know, has had decades and decades of underinvestment in this important area and we need to play catch up and we need to have a plan to do so. Yeah, no, so get the plan together and then fund it. Um, the second thing is to uh, unify the existing funding programmes. We know there's the National Child Care Scheme and also the ECCE, the Early Childhood Care and Education uh, Scheme. Um, how, how would that be done? So at the moment, um, and parents will know this if they ever try and look for flexibility around the original uh, agreement that they made with the provider, it's very difficult for our member settings throughout Ireland to offer that flexibility to parents. So we saw a scenario in post-COVID where if granny or granddad had been in Cork and the family was in Leitrim and now the world opened up again and if granny or granddad was able to come down every Wednesday, that child missing for Wednesday afternoon after about eight weeks has a knock-on effect on the funding that the provider receives and potentially fees that parents um, need need to pay. So what we're saying is core funding doesn't do that. Providers are funded based on capacity. That's what happens in Scandinavia. When we work with European partners and brief them about these programmes, they look at us as though we are absolutely okay. lying to them because it's also so. So wh- what concept. would you want? I mean, you've, I suppose, given us a clue there. You have a capacity for, say, uh, 30 children. Uh, whether you fill that capacity or not is, you know, nobody's business, really. If the department says it's OK, we'll fund you for 30. That's the way it is. 
That's the way it is for core funding, but for the National Child Care Scheme, after eight weeks of that little lad being collected by Granny on a Wednesday, there's a knock-on impact for that parent subsidy. And we th- we absolutely appreciate that public funding needs to be managed properly, but we would like to see the schemes unified so that there's one contract going in to providers mm-hmm. and that's so that people can make family-friendly choices, yeah. uh, people, children can, you know, go, go and have fun going to GAA or ballet in the afternoon or whatever it might be. It shouldn't have that knock-on impact. It has an impact on staffing potentially and it has an impact immediate, almost immediately uh, financially. Um, and no provider but, but do you wants think to that to a parent, we you, don't want to offer you flexibility. They all want to do it. Like you your know? capacity, say, it would be, let's say, 30. And then you've got a couple of dropouts during the year. Um, two things would happen. Your uh, staff-child uh, ratio improves uh, that might make life a bit easier for those uh, who, who exactly. are on the staff. But, uh, you know, it's impractical that you would lose funding to help pay for those staff just because you had a couple of dropouts. That's exactly it. That's exactly it, Pat. And there's also the case where, you know, I could be operating a creche in a very small community in rural Ireland, and it may be the only creche for miles, but I'm only going to ever have 15 children or 11 children or or six children. And Early Childhood Ireland believes if there's a need, this needs to be looked at through the lens of children. If there's a need for quality early years or school age care in a community, the need needs to be met. And that's what will happen as as we get a publicly funded model. And that's one of the other reasons we want to see a plan. So at what point are we going to implement the things that we know work in other countries? It's not rocket science and it's not early childhood Ireland's um, knowledge either. This is well known uh, by by all stakeholders. Now, now, when it comes to the number of children going through any particular cycle in the educational system, you can look at the birth rate in any given time and know, well, this gang of children who were born in October of 2023, they are going to need uh, creche care from whatever month and then they're going to need early childhood education from whatever year. Uh, But then you have migration and that makes planning a little more difficult, particularly at a time of high migration, which we have. Well, that's a a very interesting point. But actually, just to say, while there is exactly what you're describing for um, primary and secondary level education, that planning system that you've described doesn't exist for early years um, care and education, believe it or not, even though even though the numbers are there, is there? Absolutely. So there's nobody responsible. So again, our partners in Denmark, I have met in Copenhagen, the woman who is responsible in the local area for looking at the births uh, uh, stats and on a two and five year cycle planning, because there's a right for every family um, between when their child turns one until the age of three to have either a, a childminder or to have access to a setting. We don't have that here, and that's our fifth proposal. Um, yeah. Now, I, I skipped the fourth one, which was increase the graduate premiums to further incentivize the recruitment and retention of graduates. You want your childcare workers to be well qualified. How does that work at the moment? So at the moment, the the graduate premiums came in last year as part of core funding. They're really important. And as you've said, they help uh, to attract and retain staff. We uh, So what we're calling for is that an, an increase in them because on the other side, we have an annual wage setting mechanism, which then the whole sector is dependent on. And we've seen that there's been trouble about setting it this year. So we don't want... 
the uh, settings to be over-reliant on that. We are delighted to see the graduate premiums as part of core funding. The government has stated they want a graduate-led workforce by 2028, and we think this is the best mm. way uh, to ensure that we get that. Pat, we hear from between 100 and 250 um, settings per week in Early Childhood Ireland. And I can tell you the number one issue for them, and particularly this year, as creches were reopening for the year, so to speak, in late August, was staffing. And it continues to be staffing. So whatever the government does next Tuesday, you know, we're urging uh, Minister O'Gorman and his colleagues at the Cabinet table to have the 30,000 staff at the forefront of their considerations. It's really important um, that that happens. It needs to be seen as a very attractive career option. We need to be attracting lots of wonderful people, uh, women and men of all ages, into the sector. Now, the final uh, point is about how we need to go forward. Uh, There are calls for, you know, Scandinavian type uh, where you've got a preschool, maybe on a school campus. Uh, So you have huge numbers of kids. The model we tend to have at the moment is all private uh, provided care subsidised by the state. You know, do we want to go the Scandinavian way to have fully funded and fully organised, fully employed childcare by the state? Or do we want to continue doing this private model subsidised by the state? We would we would say in Early Childhood Ireland that a publicly funded model is the way to go. But behind your question, of course, is what does that look like? And the, the department has a number of excellent plans. And we have been saying now this is the third time, I think, the third budget that we've been saying, but we need the five year plan. Part of the five year plan would need to be consultations to answer exactly what um, you're, you're asking, Pat. One of the strengths of the um, Irish system in the way that it's evolved on a very fragmented basis is that there's lots of diversity in terms of settings. That's good for children. That's very good for parents. Um, so we need to look at that um, and decide what's our destination here and how are we going to get there? And it's really important that our members in Early Childhood Ireland are consulted about that. They're the experts. But yes, a publicly funded model is what we know is best for children in guaranteeing places, access and high quality experiences. Francis, thank you very much for joining us. That's Francis Byrne, Director of Policy at Early Childhood Ireland. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.